0: Welcome back to the Voices in Japan podcast. Today we're going to do something a little bit different and listen back to an early recording when Ben and I were practicing being on the microphone. We talk about a national holiday in Japan called Coming of Age Day, which celebrates young people becoming adults. And we talk about a number of different topics, including how the young people enjoy this holiday, how young people in Japan compare to young people overseas, and much, much more. As always, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. And we hope you enjoy the episode.
1: 1, 2, 3.
2: so uh monday january 14th is coming of age day here in japan Seijin no hi
1: and what is what is the age
2: the age for this holiday coming of age day is 20 but did you see that they've actually changed the adult age of adulthood in japan
1: yeah i think it changed a couple years ago like down to 18 Right. right I think it was a uh, t- 2016 that year. Legal voting age was reduced from 20 to 18 in 2016.
2: I think the biggest difference is that technically right now you can get married in Japan if you're 18 and 16. Right, yeah. But you need parental permission for it. But
1: uh with this new law, you will no longer need parental consent. But like you said it hasn't come into effect until what, 20, 2022. 2022.
2: But so what happens on this day? Okay, so uh, the people who turn 20, they dress up in uh, traditional Japanese clothing and they go to ceremonies that are held uh, throughout the city to kind of celebrate uh, them becoming adults. And then they go and celebrate with sometimes their family, but most of all with their friends because they have become the age where they are legally allowed to drink.
1: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So 20 in Japan. I mean, England's... 18, America's 21, right? For uh,
2: drinking is, uh, yeah, that's right, yes, yes, yes. Yeah,
1: but I think 20, I mean, it doesn't really matter that much in Japan, I think, because they're not strict at checking ID at all. Establishments, bars, restaurants, they don't ask for ID. They really don't ask for ID. And the convenience stores, they they have a button, so if you buy alcohol, from a convenience store and you take it to the cashier, there's a button that you have to press to say, Yes, I'm over twenty years old, I can drink alcohol. So they don't have to show an ID. And when that button comes up, usually the cashier presses it for them. Right. Right. Like immediately. They don't even look at the person, they just press it.
2: Like they'll reach around and just like push the button. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like that happened to me, you know, today, and I'm like, I don't even have to press it. And, you know, that's not really a strict form of checking someone's age no and yeah. every time i'll go to like a bar or an izakaya like a japanese-style restaurant and there's like a big group of young people like you know sitting around getting drunk and they could be anywhere between 18 and 25 right you know right. and they haven't been asked and some of them are clearly probably younger than 20 but yeah. so uh, going back to <laughs> culture day yeah. um yeah, what what else is there about culture? Well, the day. biggest thing I like about it,
2: and what I was gonna say, is just seeing like all of the. Sorry, it's young not people. Culture Day. It's Coming of Age Day. Yeah, Coming of Age Day. Um, seeing all the people dressed in the kimono and stuff, because you know, obviously, all the women are very attractive, and the guys, <laughs> uh, actually, the guys, they wear some of them wear the tra- traditional Japanese. I think it's hakame, or they wear a suit. I think it's a very big day for them because they get to uh, go out and celebrate officially for the first time with their friends.
1: Yeah, this is like, I mean, all the people in an area, right? Like a like it's not a city, like a city or a town. Pretty much everyone that is 20 years old like meets together in this big hall. Yeah. Right? So there's like strangers there, obviously friends, but it's just one huge gathering of 20 year olds.
2: Yeah, but they've said that uh, that number has dropped, like, very, very significantly in recent years. Just because
1: of the the low birth rate in Japan?
2: No, it's not because of the uh, drop in the birth rate. It's just uh, they're saying a lot of people uh, just aren't participating as much.
1: Oh, right. They just don't want to turn up.
2: Yeah, it was funny, actually. They gave a couple reasons. One is that, uh, yeah, they just don't feel like they want to participate or they want to spend the money to participate, dress up, you know. Because kimonos, I mean, they can run, like... I think uh, 100,000 yen or something to rent or more than that you know for yeah, these girls yeah that's a lot of money it's like renting a kimono for a wedding basically so you
1: mean they'd it. rather just have like a private party with their, yeah. their friends kind of thing yeah and but, like not bother dressing up stuff exactly like
2: that. but the other reason that it gave is it says like a lot of young people don't agree with that being the uh, like age of adulthood like they don't feel like they're adults yet oh in
1: really some cases
2: yeah, so they don't want to participate in it
1: so they kind of want it to be higher than 20 to be an adult
2: essentially but they just don't feel like they're actually of that age yet to be celebrating adulthood you know so (laughs) they for that reason don't feel like they need to participate
1: Ah. you know in i mean in america it's you can sit well in england you consider 18 you're an adult right but there's no official you are an adult but I, i i was just wondering like did you feel like an adult, at eighteen years old, you no, grown well, up enough. If I look back now,
2: especially myself at eighteen, I was like, "This is this is like still a little kid," you know. So yeah,
1: I mean, do you, so? Do you think they shouldn't have brought uh, the age down to eighteen in Japan?
2: So the only reason they're basically going to change to eighteen is be able to get married, and I think maybe there's some other benefit, like they can apply for loans.
1: Yeah, maybe, and also um, the voting age has also come down to 18. They probably want more people to vote or encourage voting. Yeah. So this is from the Mainichi newspaper I'm reading here. The voter turnout among 18 and 19 year olds in the October general election reached just 50.74% and 32.34% respectively. So only 50% of 18 year olds and 30% of 19 year olds like voted in the general election. Okay. And, they, yeah, they said it just keeps dropping. So, you know, people aren't really interested in voting, it seems like.
2: Well, it also says that they'll uh, be able to bet on Japan's four legalized forms of gambling, which is horse... Bicycle, motorcycle, and motorboat races. Whenever I hear bicycle race in Japan, the first thing I think about is that Mama Cherry race. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a Mama Cherry, uh, for, for listeners who don't know, is like a granny bike. Like yeah. a, in England, we call it a happy shopper. So it's, a, it's got a basket, <laughs> it's, got, it's got a bell, a kickstand... And, you know, a frame to like tie your shopping on is it's, like the most basic bike, yeah, it's but it's like, the most common bike in Japan and yeah. everyone has one. Yeah. From businessmen to like high school students, like guys, women, everyone. Yeah. I remember, you know, when I was in England, you know, having a happy shop or a granny bike is not cool. You know, you're like, <laughs> I'm not going to be riding one of those. <laughs> and then I came to Japan and I see everyone riding. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, and then you end up just getting one because you know they're cheap. Is they're easy? To, it's easy to go around on. That basket
2: comes in really handy. <laughs>
1: it is for the shopping man for sure. And the bell, you know, like when you're on the on the pavement and there's like people in front of you, just ring the bell and they get out of the way. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. Have you seen that video? There's a video on YouTube where a guy walks around in like Tokyo, just
2: like with one of those bells in his <laughs> hand. And he's just ringing it, like walking on the sidewalk and people are like moving out of the way. <laughs> is, it, is that a
1: Japanese guy as well doing it?
2: It might be a Japanese guy. I can't remember if it's a Japanese guy or a foreign. Because they don't show the guy's face. They just show like his hand like holding a bell and like, pushing <laughs> it And the people in front of him kind of like, That's pretty funny. get out of the way. <laughs> like, and they
1: do, right? They yeah. move. They don't complain. They don't get angry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny.
2: Do you feel like uh, people become an adult when they're 18 in Japan? I'm talking specifically about Japan, though
1: um i i feel like just from teaching in schools here you know i've taught like a elementary junior high high school university and i feel in general it's a big generalization but i feel like the maturity level is a bit lower than you know what i'm used to in in england like it seems like even though they're they've left high school they're in universities a lot of them they can't really think for themselves and they're not very independent very different from, you know, what, what I'm used to back at home. Mm-hmm. You know, like in university classes, everyone's got an opinion. You know, they're not shy to share it. And it's encouraged. You know, it's actually encouraged. But here, they, they're not like that at all. It's like they're still like high school kids. You know, that are very quiet, very shy, don't want to share their opinions, don't want to stick out. But that's kind of like a part of Japanese culture as well, I think. They're not, you know, calling out, not standing out. You know, it's like a group mentality, right, out here. I mean, yeah, I remember like a lot of my friends. You know, they, I think when they turn sixteen, or yeah, sixteen to eighteen, their parents right, like, right, get out of the house, get a job, you know, start start being independent. But I think in Japan, that doesn't really happen. It's like they leave when they want to leave, right? Right, and some of them don't. Some of them stay for a long time. You know, went into their thirties. There's a lot of people that live with their parents still, I think, in Japan.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, I think there's, in recent years, even overseas, like young kids saving money and stuff, there's a lot more people moving back home. But, uh, in Japan, Do you think that's like uh, an economic thing? or More than anything, I think it's, like, it's definitely not cultural. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own situation. I'm sure for some people it's family-related. But I think more so it's, uh, you know, they talk about the amount of debt that uh, – kids graduate from oh from yeah i mean now, a, yeah so. it's
1: crazy man yeah like yeah. just university fees stuff like that yeah loans <laughs> going back to lowering the age i mean do you think uh 18 year olds are well equipped enough to vote
2: i don't well again looking back at uh who i was or people i knew at 18 i'm like man i was a little kid now thinking that but I think at that age, I mean, at some point you got you have to have people out and contributing to society, and I think that's a part of it, you know, so they just want kids. And if you are out and participating in society, then these decisions that you can vote upon, you know, affect your lifestyle. So I think they should have that right to vote if they're considered an adult.
1: Yeah, but what if they're not, like, working or anything? You know, they're just, like, they're still at school. They're not, they're not really contributing to society yet.
2: You mean there's still a school like uh, in university or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, that's true, but it's kind of like uh, you give people that age the decision. Do you want to go to school or do you want to start working? I mean, you give them that type of light, life decision. So that in itself is kind of a big milestone. You know, if they work, they've got to pay taxes and uh i don't know so what are you saying what age do you think would be a good age <laughs> i i <laughs>
1: actually think they should be <clears throat> a lot older like well into their 20s to be able to vote cuz i think yeah young people they don't really you know they haven't had enough life experience to to realize what's really important you know what's going to help them and you know if they're not if they haven't worked if they haven't you know, raised a family or haven't really struggled financially um, or in life, you know, I'm not sure if they're, yeah, well-equipped enough to actually make such an important decision.
2: That's true. Yeah, a lot of people. I mean, they even talk about the uh, front area of the brain or something. Doesn't the part that you use? Yeah, to it's not completely developed. Uh, right. determine like outcomes of situations is not completely developed until you're into your early twenties.
1: And like, and I've changed so much from. Well, I hope I've changed so much, you know, from when I was like in my twenties to now. Like, I'm thirty, thirty six, and right. I think I've changed so much in the way I've, I'm thinking, and you know, probably if i made decisions back then like in terms of voting i probably wouldn't make that same decision now
2: right you know well it again and i think in most societies it's based on well actually i don't know about most societies but it's based on uh expectations in terms of war if you have to go participate in war or not oh, right. so i think uh if they say hey you're old enough to go fight in the war you should have the right to vote
1: yeah for sure Valities i mean as well so I mean, like, even if you're old enough to, like, drive, you should be able to be old enough to smoke and drink, you know, and vote. Because driving, that's, that's a big responsibility, you know. You move, you're moving this machine around. Yeah. And you've got to be responsible, drive carefully. Yeah. I'm reading this article on uh, campaignlegal.org, and they, uh, they're listing... Um, The case for lowering the voting age, and this is based in America, and the three reasons they give are lowering the voting age would increase voter turnout, allowing teens to vote will form lifelong civic engagement habits, and teens are already highly engaged and deserve to have a voice. So those are the three kind of big reasons why... uh, that supports lowering the voting age. I mean, do you you agree with those points?
2: I mean, I think I probably normally would have, but all that I have in my head right now is what you just said about, like, people of that age being able to uh, make, you know, the best decision, best rational decision, you know adults can the same thing can be said about people over that age you know like some people no matter how i mean some people don't mature until they're into their like 30s or 40s true yeah that's (laughs) true
1: yeah yeah i've met a lot of people
2: like that i guess yeah yeah i mean the ratio is probably different but i'm sure there's a lot of uh young adults as well too that probably feel like how long do I
1: need to wait to have the right to vote, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm going to go a bit uh, conspiracy theory on this, actually. <laughs> yeah. So I think, like, you know, lowering the voting age would increase voter turnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would. And, you know, allowing teens to vote... I don't know about that one. Allowing teens to vote will form lifelong civic engagement habits. I think that's a stupid reason. It's pretty wishy-washy. Yeah. Um, but teens are already highly engaged and deserve to have a voice. I think those two, it's like, I think they... They want that, you know, the government, because they're, you know, they're less intelligent, they're less mature. They can manipulate them a bit more, Mm. you know, like they can get teenagers engaged and they can use that vote, you know, using commercials, advertising, you know, propaganda, basically. And because obviously the, the more stupid someone is, the more you can control them and the younger you are, you know, your younger self is going to be more stupid than your older self. Yeah. So I think the government is pushing that down so they can control more people, control more votes. Yeah, conspiracy theory. Probably, <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about that? <laughs> I
0: think
2: mean, there's definitely some of that out there. You know, they have the aging population in Japan. Uh, a lot of people are just getting old, and the number of youth is just dropping significantly. I think. The birth rate continues to decrease in Japan. Uh, in recent years, they say the number of people that were born each year is like uh, gone down. I think in each of the past like two or three years or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, they say that there's there's always people talking about uh, you know the lack of babies being born. Yeah, But I see babies around all the time. Like, all my friends are having kids. It's like, what are we talking about? There's, there's kids everywhere. Come on. Yeah, well, I think that definitely, especially because we live in a
2: city, it feels that way. Because, I mean, they talk about that in the media all the time, like Japan's birth rate is decreasing. They've got, like, the population is dropping. But anyone who's probably been to Japan does not have that impression because all of us visit Tokyo. And Tokyo is just overrun with people, man. You know, it's like too many people in Tokyo. So it's like, and we live in a city too. So it's kind of like we don't. But I think the the point is that a lot of these like countryside cities are just disappearing. People are like moving away from them. I mean, some of these cities are even like paying people to buy property in their towns. You know, smaller towns. Yeah, the smaller towns and stuff. So I think we because I think actually the population of Sapporo has grown since I've come here from like 1.7 million to close to. Million or something, and uh, we, I don't think we feel it or notice it, but uh, a lot of these countryside areas people are just disappearing, uh, moving to the cities, uh, just moving away from the countryside in general. So, I think actually the fastest uh rate of uh the population dropping in Japan is Akita, Akita Prefecture. You're right, I think it's actually the fastest in the world or one of the fastest as well. So, yeah, yeah.
1: So, like, towns are, like, vanishing, right?
2: Basically, I mean, it's just, like, not enough people to support a town, you know? Yeah. Or so many young people are leaving, and there's still old people there. So, can't uh, support the society.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the end of the episode. Again, we were trying to do something a little bit different. We had some upload space available this month, so we decided to throw that together into a very short episode. Once again, please follow us on social media and be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Guess we'll close by saying we'll be back next time with our regular scheduled programming. Thanks.